0: he was the consensus number one pick I don't know he only had one one real good dominant year of college football so I don't know personally I I don't know if it was the right pick what are your thoughts
1: yeah I well I think it was the safe pick com- if like him coming out of Ohio I, like I just think the hype train is like off the rails with this guy
0: hey and welcome back to the third episode of ready set sports second episode's out and see you guys are starting to watch it so that's all good and uh, we're gonna keep on throwing them out if you guys keep on listening. Jake how's it going? I'm good man. Uh,
1: The weeks keep flying by it feels like just yesterday we recorded the second one so how are you?
0: I'm good it does I mean started this whole uh, thing it felt slow like in April but then I think it's kind of sped up as we've as we've uh came along. Seems like weeks are going by pretty quick. So that's
2: nice. Still working. Uh yeah. no.
1: Yeah. Uh How's that? we had a short week this week, so Wednesday off, but uh nice. so that was nice. Yeah. Um, Get up to anything? Not a whole heck of a lot really. Just just chilled out, enjoyed my time off, uh, relaxed. And
2: nice.
1: so uh, yeah. It was nice. It was kinda weird to have a holiday in the middle of the week, but
0: yeah take it
2: yeah exactly
0: yeah uh so I guess the agenda for today uh we're gonna go into some current events and then uh depending on time here, I think we might go into a redraft, so keep that, and then we'll go over the questions that we uh put out for you guys uh I guess yesterday, so yeah, um. Do you want to start in a certain sport here or do you just want to get going on anything? Uh well what's on your mind? Uh well I see that a couple leagues have came out with how I guess they're starting to test um players all yeah. players that are participating so um the MLB it looks like 38 uh, players tested positive. So mm. um you know the NHL I believe is 28 that test positive out of the 200 and I think 200 yeah. mod and then uh basketball came out with a number but I can't ha- I don't have it on the top of my head but yeah um big news coming out of the NBA today uh you know a lot of players kind of voicing their opinions on whether they feel safe going down to Florida or not um big name and Victor Oladipo said he's going to sit out. Yeah. He's going to sit out and I think, you know, him coming off his injury says, I think he said he's going to use it for, you know, rehab and it's kind of big news coming out of there. So you, did you see that?
1: Yeah, I I did see that uh, Victor Oladipo said he was out. And it kind of makes sense for him, right. Coming off the the injury, he's kind of had a couple tough years with, back-to-back injuries so i think it just makes sense uh for the to, to not rush back yeah especially when i you know i don't think the pacers have that the greatest shot at uh winning anything even though it, um i mean anything can happen in the format i guess but the most important thing for players right is their long-term health probably so yeah, yeah, I definitely understand his decision, so.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree with you on maybe the Patriots of the best shots, so why why maybe I, – I knew he was playing before this all occurred, but if you can take extra time, why not, right?
1: Yeah, I think – I mean, I think everybody understands at this point, too. Like, I don't think any, anybody's going to hold it against him, so.
2: No. <clears throat> it's
1: just going to be the reality of – uh, you know sports going forward it's just like really messy and stuff players yeah. are more players are probably going to say they're going to sit out and it kind of sucks
0: for fans but I think that's just the way the way it is at this point yeah I mean I think you have to put yourself in their shoes right so they're doing its best for them and just just for some players you know just wanting to play it it's it, you're doing it for the fans. You're doing it for you know everyone involved. So it, it's still going to be you know live sports, something that we've all missed. So it'll it'll be great to get that back. So some will sit out, but yeah. I think the show will go on with those who want to play, which is fantastic. And those who don't, it's also fantastic. So
1: yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of surprising that uh I, don't know, I maybe would have thought more than thirty. 30- thirty players tested positive in the MLB. Seems a seems like a little
0: bit of a low number. Um, they were in uh down in Florida, right? Yeah. It's, well, Florida and then
1: I think I'm pretty sure some teams uh were it's in Arizona as well. Yeah. So I think those are you know, two of the hot spots. So you know, it is surprising only thirty players got it, but I don't uh, know. They're it wasn't uh, you know, play wasn't like the uh, the NBA where guys were all over the place. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they had a tighter grip over guys.
2: But um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's kind of gonna be.
1: I think as an organization, like a sports organization, you kind of have to. Well, you have to prioritize like your star players, right? Like, yeah. I think you have to do your. Your darn best to make, to make sure that if anybody's going to get signed, it, it's not going to be like your best players.
0: Yeah, it's the way it is, I and mean, you have to try and make you know make make it a positive thing, and or as possible yeah. we can make it.
1: Yeah. Hey, did you see that? Like a lot of like the remaining eight NBA teams are trying to get uh, their own thing going in in uh, Chicago
0: did see that like a second bubble right yeah yeah I I mean I don't know I
1: I don't see much point to that really I don't either (laughs) like does anybody want to watch that um
0: I don't think so (laughs) I don't think so either I mean you got playoff basketball on one channel and you got yeah a constant sort of thing going on I think I'm gonna Take my pick and watch the playoff one. So, well, yeah,
1: no, everybody is like that too. I, I think it's just because they're bored, really. Yeah, <laughs> I think the players just kind of want to stay in rhythm or something.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah. You see uh, the the Jays move back up to the Rogers Center here, and there, uh, you know how there's like that uh, hotel in the Rogers Center. Are they are they staying there? You're staying there. Oh, that that's awesome.
2: Um, I mean, yeah. I guess they they have like their own little bubble there, like. Yeah.
1: Pun and, like it's kind of it's kind of funny too because the Rogers Center is like this big dome. So, hopefully, hopefully it'll work out for them. They can stay isolated and I don't know, keep everybody from from getting sick. So. Yeah uh once, once you travel who knows what it's gonna be like but i don't know i like i have a feeling i have a feeling that the leagues have like some pretty good pro- protocols in place that are gonna help uh at, at least mlb guys from, yeah from getting sick right because i don't know you don't have to like you don't have to necessarily touch anybody or you're not constantly in contact with other people the way you are when uh let's say
0: in the NBA, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like bigger playing area and you're a little more spaced out. So. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. I, yeah like maybe they'll have like uh, the dugout comes to mind. Maybe they'll have like s- some sort of uh different setup for that.
2: But yeah.
0: Yeah. Baseball. I don't think it, uh, maybe it could be a better setup compared to other sports. So yeah and you know the jays are lucky they have that at their luxury to have that hotel right in the rogers center allows them to uh you know maybe still practice and still be in that team atmosphere that you would that you would be like if you uh were down at spring training so i know i know they would be done spring training but it still, you know, gives them the opportunity to you know come together as a group and get ready for when the season does start if if we if it's a go. Yeah. No, I would agree
2: with that. Yeah. Are you a big uh do do you go down to many games for the Jays? Uh I I always make sure to get down to at least one. So
1: yeah. I think the last couple years, it's been like last summer only went to one, and then summer four a couple, but uh, it's you know have been very good. So uh, yeah, yeah, and the ballpark's just kind of kind of been dead the last couple years. So it's uh, but it's it's great when they're winning.
0: That like that atmosphere during you know August and in September, October, and fifteen. Yeah. That must have just been that must have been insane to be there for one of those playoff games
1: yeah no it's it, it's it's great, especially like especially in Toronto in the summer, and you know like Canadian like Canadians only get you know four or five months of relatively nice weather, so yeah to be out and uh and have you know that ambience and to rally around the Jays in the summertime is when they're good is like is really cool. That's like those are some of the best times to be in Toronto.
0: Um it, it would be a little nicer if they got gets more fans in there, but I think success comes with fans, so
2: Yeah, no, like they had
1: plenty of fans when they were winning back and uh a few years ago, so I wouldn't worry about that. I think uh when they win people show up, so
0: future looks bright for them. Future yeah, looks no, I, right. I mean, they got this guy out of the draft, Martin, and uh some say he's supposed to go first or he's supposed to be gone by the second pick. So to be able to get him at five, you know, a guy who's very versatile and can kind of play in the field and uh in many, you know, positions and play the outfield, the infield, I, I think it's a great pick and the Jays were very uh, fortunate to, in order to get him. So. Yeah, no, it, it,
1: you know they just keep stock t- stockpiling good young talent, so that's a, it's probably going to be the name of the game uh, for them. And can't you know when you can't spend unlimited money, I think they're going about it the right way. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if their management can be aggressive and pull off some uh, some big moves like uh, former GM Alex Anthopoulos did, right? Because I think that's legend. kind of what's, what, swung, what swung them into being a really impactful team was and getting them over the hump was those big deals. So, yeah, I don't really – from what I've seen from management so far is not the most promising thing. I don't know about how, how you feel about them, if you have an opinion about them. But
0: I don't know. It's yet to be seen if, this,
1: if these guys have what it takes. Do
0: you there. think there's just not enough buy-in from them? Just maybe not as a um, aggressive as you might want to see.
1: Well, yeah, I think um, it's yet to be seen. They've uh, taken the conservative approach, which which is what you kind of have to do when your team that can't sp- can't spend like say the Yankees
2: or the Red Sox can. Um, and so, yeah, like. W- when uh, you know, hopefully,
1: we'll, the picks they've made, the uh, talent they've um, built up works uh, eventually works out for them, and they can time that with some aggressive moves. But it's been it's yet to be seen if they have uh, the courage to do that. So,
0: I, I think to that point, I I think you know, as a fan, we want to see those aggressive moves, whether it it uh, turns out for the positive or not. It brings excitement. Uh, to the ballpark and I also think uh, you know on the other side you um, you know young prospects you know you don't want to rush it take your time and maybe you know maybe don't go for the no maybe don't acquire like a you know a guy big time guy maybe for the next year or two until they're like really ready to go
1: yeah well Jack you have to be aggressive like
0: I understand that but you know you don't want to be too aggressive and um, no, it, no, but you it's, know if the team's not ready for those guys to come in right now. It just, yeah. But that—that's exactly my point. Is you have to time it right. So,
1: yeah, I don't, and I don't think the time's now. I think you let uh, the young guys, uh, you know, play a play a couple of years. They still got a
0: lot of growing to do. Yeah. Future uh, looks great though. Yeah. No, they're it's very promising. So they're they're talented. Um, it looks like the uh the MLB they go, you know, they decide on a sixty game season. Oh yeah. Well I just saw that report a few days ago. So it's I think again in all these major sports, like geographically, you know, teams are in different, you know, cities and uh countries. So
2: uh, Yeah.
0: No, they're they'll have to be on their toes, man. Like
1: they're gonna have to if changes are necessary along the way then it's just gonna be what it is but yeah like the main thing is just getting out there and playing yeah whatever, whatever capacity
0: yeah uh speaking of baseball looks like I saw this report I didn't read too much into it because the report kind of said it all but uh it looks like minor league baseball has been cancelled I mean that's too bad well a, a lot of like uh a lot of small t- U.S. towns like uh like
1: having those those teams around right so
0: yeah um and you know that comes in another factor right because especially like throughout the different levels there's a lot of movement and you know they don't have it this year so they got to get their guys who they're gonna gonna throw out there on the field and they they have to make a decision right because you can't you can't call guys up anymore i guess and for those guys that are in the minors you know what's their I guess what are the what's their next step finding out this news right yeah because that'll be like a full year you know two years actually right of not playing so um you know saying that we're gonna get back next season will be two years so that's it's a long time to take off and i it'll be interesting to see what they do and if uh just kind of what that all entails Yeah.
1: Hey, I don't know if you saw this, but, uh, well, the Raptors, I guess, have been in the NBA's bubble for a day. Okay. And, uh, Nick Nurse was, I guess, interviewed on it. Um, and he kind of gave a little bit of insight of what it's, what it's like, what it's like. Um, well, yeah, he, he, he said, uh, this is what he said on being in the bubble. It says he says it's a different feel. The rules and stuff about how many players and coaches are on the floor at each basket. It feels like we're going to basketball camp a little bit. We go in at 8:30 and stay there all day because we got limits on how many players and coaches uh there can be. So like, and I'm just reading that. There's another quote here. It says there's just one player at a basket. We work in the gym for a good hour, an hour and twenty minutes, and then the cleaning comes in and there's a little break time there, and four more guys come in, and we do it again.
2: That's kind of what we do all day, so yeah. wow, I'm like honestly that that kind of sucks. It's a long day,
1: yeah, uh, jeez, this is gonna be really hard, like doing that for two months uh. <laughs> Like I got. I don't know if. I mean, I. I suppose these guys knew what they signed up for, but.
0: Um, and take resilience out of that coaching staff, throw all the teams in there. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know. My impression was that they were getting tested regularly, and that I don't know. As long as they were in the bubble, that. You know, they it'd be life as usual. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just go yeah. about your business because you want. Are all free. teams in the bubble? Oh, they're filing in, so the Raptors were the first team. Okay. Ironically. Um, yeah. But yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, yeah, like some guys will probably break down for that, right? Like, geez, like as a coach, you just have to adjust.
0: Yeah. Um, and I saw something I saw a report that apparently, you know, Zion said it's more of a mental game than a physical game right now yeah going on yeah i know
2: i think so like i I don't know how like how (laughs) i don't
1: i don't think there's any way that the basketball is going to be
2: very team oriented like yeah i think it's gonna be
1: like the best players taking over one-on-one you know what i mean like with individual talent because i don't know like it just seems like it might be t- really tough to get, like, a team practice going, even in this bubble, I
2: guess, so. Yeah. It could be basketball, but,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the uh, photo of the practice courts? Uh, no. No. I'll pull it, try to pull it up. I'd pull it up. It looks like just, like, kind of like a really, like, big ballroom, and they just, you know, it's, like, one team's court, They have, like, it, you know, uh, with all their team logos on it, and they're right beside it, another team's court. I'd search that up, and yeah, it's – Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a lot of – So, I think then you also want – I think to your point of, you know, only a few players, it kind of explains why, right? Because they – you know, all the courts are so close together. I'm sure they're following protocols of you know, to the best of their abilities, social distancing. So
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just had to think I would go nuts. Yeah. Like
0: anyways. Yeah. Uh uh, I guess turning turning the page to the NHL, uh, it looks like Um, It's still in the making, but it looks like NHL players will be allowed to opt out of the playoffs. Uh, Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, seems right. There should be, yeah, probably.
1: Like it's kind of like a good faith thing for the league, and yeah, uh, you see the NBA doing it. It's kind of it's kind of an easy move for the NHL, right? So.
0: I think, you know, even if they didn't want to do it, they kind of, they had to do it because of the NBA. So, because they all name in that call, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I guess, I mean, geez, I don't know if you saw this, but it says, uh, I mean, on ongoing labor relations are subject to to modification. Um,
1: I do throughout this this tournament. So, I guess what it's saying is, while all this is going on, they're they're having uh, the league and NHLPA is is trying to negotiate a cva so i mean good for them they're getting stuff
0: done yeah i mean just because we're sitting here doesn't mean you know we can't can't get going on stuff i saw that and i see that they're also i think trying to uh, i think something they're trying to put in there something with the olympics which i think would bring maybe as you know hockey fans and you bring the the buzz back into that so
1: yeah back in the yeah world. hopefully that hopefully that comes to fruition i mean For, I I think it's like good for hockey, but it's also good for the Olympics just because it's one more good thing for the Olympics, which needs it. So, I just think the Olympics are so boring now. But,
0: yeah, let me ask you this so, uh, the World Cup of Hockey happened a couple years ago, happened in Toronto. Um, did you watch that? Well, yeah, I
2: watched it. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people
1: did, but nobody nobody won, eh? Like, I went down to a game. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, Apparently they had, uh, like, a bunch of fanfare set up, like, around the arena. And it was just kind of, like, dead, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think, you know, it – no, I'm not saying I think it's better than the Olympics. I think the Olympics just sort of has – you know, that sort of uh, – I don't know if I'm going to say this correctly, but sort of that echo around it.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think, like, during
1: the World Cup of Hockey, like, the like the play was good. The hockey was good. It was, it was just like you felt like you were missing something, right? I don't know if you felt like that. I don't know. It's almost like um, you felt like no one cared. Yeah. Which, no, yeah. I, I, like when I don't know when hockey's in the Olympics, he felt like people cared. I, like I think it was since it was in Canada. Like I think not many people outside of Canada thought really cared all that much. I don't think the Americans, you know, were invested, and in I don't think anybody from Europe really cared. So.
0: Yeah. No, definitely, not. that's a really good point. I mean, wasn't that sort of uh like fan wasn't the same sort of energy? And maybe buzz around that as there is the Olympics and um, you know, maybe the there weren't maybe as many fans coming from, you know, the US or um overseas, right? What's there is yeah. the Olympics is uh, the Olympics is in what is, it's in March, right? The winter, uh, yeah, February, March, kind yeah. of thing. Thank you. So I think, and I also think maybe there wasn't as much time to plan for this whole World Cup of Hockey as there is for Olympics, because you know when it's happening, where's it, where it's happening, right? Yeah, like the and anticipation I, is a big buildup. Yeah, and I, I think that played a factor in not having the same experience. But saying that, I think that you know that Team North America thing was. A phenomenal move. Yeah, it was a fun little uh experiment. I think that was more exciting because I think I I think I would watch that Team North America over you know Team Canada and that whole uh thing. Because yeah, you those young guns and you know McDavid, Matthews, you know, Barzell, all those guys, right? Dude, oh yeah. I found yeah, that really exciting. I, mean, yeah, I think we're just like
1: yeah, a really exciting team to watch. Just a lot of young, exciting guys. Um, I always thought I I So like going forward, what would you rather have,
0: like the Olympics or World Cup of Hockey? The biggest factor would uh that I don't like I'm not gonna say the only thing I but the one thing that I really liked out of the World Cup of Hockey would be the uh that North America team but I think the Olympics I'd have to go with, um, I mean, you look back 2010, 2014, and it's just, you know, it's something you're talking about forever. And um, yeah, I don't know uh, the world cup of hockey. I mean, you had like team Europe. Right. And I think that, it was a little confusing why they had all those teams. I'm not saying I didn't like it because it kind of brought the best players from each area, but it's kind of confusing. I felt like you have the like a country, you know, in the US or Canada or, or Sweden, you know, playing like a continent.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. Like,
1: I think, uh, I like the Olympics just because, obviously, with chill guys in it, but I like the fact that it happens every four years. Like, it only happens every so often. So, like, every time it happens, it's, like, a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I think that just adds to it. I don't know. I, I don't think you can get it too many people behind this World Cup of Hockey thing. It just kind of felt like – if you're, like, a hardcore hockey fan, it was great. But, like, uh, I don't know, like, the casual fan was was hard to, so. Yeah, um, ultimately, ultimately, I think you just, you want as many people caring as possible, so. And I don't know, I feel like um, to build off that, I think that's kind of, like, the same thing with the World Juniors. Is Outside of Canada, I don't think, too many people care about it, even though like it's huge in Canada.
0: People love. I League I think Canada. that it's it's growing in other parts. I mean, um, you know, you look at the crowd from last year. It was pretty insane when you got that home home uh home country crowd playing. Yeah, like, I don't know. It just feels like uh, I don't know.
1: I, I hate the feeling that we're the only ones that like really care about it, but. Like, I love it. Obviously, obviously won the, you know, hometown and people go crazy in like that one town, but it's not like as celebrated as in other countries as it is like, uh, say the Olympics are like, you know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. But like, I still think it's a great tournament, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't satisfy my, you know, craving for like international hockey. like,
0: say the olympics does yeah i but, understand that i mean i think like when everyone it cares that's like actually important so yeah i think when you compare it to the olympics you know the olympics you all used to used to have all of the top stars in it right but i think especially you know in the last couple of years the world juniors is kind of i want to say it's picked up because i think it's sort of like a i don't want to say a tradition in canada but it you know if you like hockey and you and you're in Canada, you're watching it, right? Yeah, no,
1: like there and that's what I'm saying. There's no issues with it having so, like you're always going to get people watching in Canada and people care.
2: It's just me personally i I don't love the feeling that it's um you know only us that cares about it the way we do. So, I, like, what I'm saying is, it doesn't. You need something else to
1: kind of validate. I don't know. I guess, like, because you're you root for Canada, right? Yeah. So I feel like the Olympics, if Canada win the were to win the Olympics in hockey, be it just it satisfies you that way more than
0: like the World Juniors does. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I have just t- two things I want to ask you. So the first thing is. Do you think and I don't want to ruin the whole world junior sort of experience but do you think if they were to add like more sports to that do you think that would draw a bigger um bigger crowd if they were to add like a basketball sort of you know world junior at the same time make, kind of make it like a I I don't want like I'm like uh yeah you know, like
2: u20
1: as a purely hypothetical uh, thing, that'd be, like, actually pretty cool. So, if you had, like, a um, – Like a Junior Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, that would be pretty cool, to, to be honest, if they had other sports going in that, like, on the, at the same time.
0: Say so, like, I would want it every four years, right? Like, I wouldn't want it every year. You know, that'd be a tough to plan every single year.
1: Yeah, exactly. But uh I like I do love that idea. Cause, I don't know, like think cuz cause, cause you do get like really great hockey with the World Juniors.
2: And I don't know to think that you might be able to to get basketball or like let's say at that kind of level with like young guys coming up could be pretty cool
0: could also, you know, maybe involve more more countries from around the world if you were to get like, you know, um swimming in there. Um you made the point that it's not globally it's not as globally it's not as significant and you know you gotta add, you know, sports that appeal to others around the world that would maybe make um yeah no like uh, grab other people's attention no i I get where you're coming from uh like baseball right i'm not sure you do that but
1: and like on a practical basis obviously i don't know i just think it would never happen
0: but hey you never know at least not in the short term next yeah uh, no whatever
1: yeah maybe in 50
0: years we'll look back on this conversation but yeah it'll happen and then we'll look we'll look yeah, like geniuses. We're geniuses so yeah and then the second thing i wanted to ask you is you know how the uh how canada and russia used to do that series yeah Hol- yeah like
1: summit series
0: yeah so we were watching it the other night um and it just looked like the crowds into it right um, would you want to see that with, like, the U.S.? Because, you know, I watch the Olympics, and I think that those Canada-U.S. games, they're the best games out of the entire, at least, hockey, you know? Yeah. Like, when I, when I think of that 2014 uh, Olympics in Sochi, um, I think of hockey. I don't really think of the finals for that uh, at least the men's I think the semifinal. I think it was like one nothing Canada yeah and that's kind of what I remember because I think just being uh you know just being neighbors to them and it's there's uh it just I think it'd be phenomenal because you get all you know you get a lot of fans out and yeah I I mean
1: hey like I, I think why like I think one of the reasons why the Summon series is so great was because the Western world and you gotta remember that, uh, like Russia and the Eastern world and the Western world, like really kind of hated each other at that point, right? And it was like a, it was a battle, you know, almost of like ideologies, like liberalism versus communism or whatever uh and that type of thing so yeah like people really got into it because you know hockey was the stage for um it was almost like a political battle, battleground right post during almost during cold war like people really got behind it so like while you know i think the hockey would be great with the us versus canada uh like it's not like we hate each other i i think you. Like it's under underestimated, like how good, like a good, uh, a good enemy can be, and like some good hatred can be for for sport. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, another another point to that is this is also at a time when the Russians weren't coming over to come play in the National League, right? In the Na- National Hockey. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And I think that kind almost of meant same, it, almost for the same, right? same reasons. So, because if some of those Russians were to come over, they'd be. Phenomenal players, right? So it kind of showed what they were made of, and yeah. And together, yeah, finished with nothing's better than a good rivalry, good enemy. I think that that Calgary, um, Edmonton series, like that just kind of makes you excited to go watch that game, yeah. Like all those, yeah, all those games I had, like where Cassian and Kentucky were going at
1: each other, yeah was um like it's kind of really, it's kind of fun to watch. I don't know. I think hockey's kinda of like missed that for the last few years. It's it, like that kind of stuff in hockey's just faded away. Yeah. Which is which is kind of too bad. Although it's it's gotten faster and more skilled. So I think it is overall it's better to watch. But
0: I don't like guys just don't hate each other anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I think, you know, a reason why that's developed is because those teams maybe didn't used to be, you know, top dogs, right? And now they're they're two pretty elite teams in the league. So maybe that yeah same, same division and they were within like a point of each other, right, for most of the year. So I think that kind of develops the hatred, right?
2: Yeah, no, of course. No, of course. You need both teams to be good. So...
0: Do do you think that Toronto and Ottawa could get that going? Or Do you think it takes Ottawa? Well, yeah, Ottawa's like they have to be more of an elite team. A crappy team, like
1: let's care how much two teams hate each other as a fan. Like if one team's just god awful, it's like yeah, I'm not watching.
2: Agree. Um.
1: Yeah, both teams have to be great. I think that's what was so good, like how it used to be, was the battle of Ontario, where both teams were good, especially facing off in the playoffs. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to touch on current events here? Oh, yeah, I was
1: going to ask you the same thing. I think, I think I'm good.
0: Do you want to go through, like, the NFL draft from last year? Go took like the first five, you know, ten picks and kind of just give our insights on... You know, if we like the move or what? Oh uh, yeah, sure. So,
1: what? So, Jack. So, do you, like what? What are your overall thoughts on jill Burrow? Do you think he's going to be successful with Cincinnati and 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 whatnot?
0: Yeah. So, I I think um, I think you know cincinnati's a tough place. It's he can't can he turn this team around with just him? You know, I don't think so. Because you're you know you got to have uh, got to have a team around you and. It's not gonna be I don't think a one year fix or a couple year fix, but um just overall with the pick i i you know everyone says he was the consensus number one pick. I don't know he only had one one real good dominant year of college football, so I don't know personally i I don't know if it was the right pick What are your thoughts
1: yeah. I Well, I think it was the safe pick, com- if, like, him coming out of Ohio. I Like, I just think the hype train is, like, off the rails with this guy. Like, some of the comparisons he gets, like, Tom Brady and whatnot is,
0: like. He had one good year. And
1: called a little ridiculous. Break. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. He had one good year when I think the stars aligned for him at LSU with a bunch yeah. of, like, an, basically an NFL, NFL offense. So Exactly but but yeah um so yeah i mean like they're gonna cincinnati's if cincinnati can put together a competent roster like i think that's not i'm not saying that i don't think joe burrows like a good can be a good solid quarterback in the nfl i think he can but it's with the right team around i mean especially he like he needs protection yeah so they need to shape up that offensive line
0: yeah uh Again, I think it was a safe pick going into it. You know, everyone's saying kind of who to take. It was a safe pick. Um, do I agree with it? I don't know, because I mean, the guy who won at two, um, Chase Young, he's gonna be uh, one heck of a player. And some were saying that he, he, you know, you know, very few with Joe Burrow being the consensus number one, but. Uh, yeah, there were some people saying he should, he should uh, slot into that number one spot, and you know I think I think the Redskins are very pleased with who they got because this guy is. Yeah, no, I, like
1: I, I think it's a, uh, I think Chase Young is just like a canvas prospect type thing, and, like with uh, that coach, coach Rivera coming over from Carolina defensive coach. Yeah, I think that defense is going to
2: be impactful for years. So I think it's just like a canvas bang on.
0: Yeah, and I, I think um, you can't have a great. You, you can always have a great defense. This this was a good pick. You know, it's going to come off that edge well. And I think I think it's something you you need on your team. You know, you're not yeah. to, you're not going to win ch- uh, championships. You're not going to win games unless you're making. The the other team's quarterback uncomfortable. And I think I think he does a very good job of that. Yeah,
1: I think it's the exact same thing with
2: the next pick of Jeff Okuda. Yeah, like I mean, what, the
1: the most important, perhaps the most important spot on your defense is a corner. Yeah, and I don't know, like. It wasn't even – like, last year, Jeff Okuda was probably the most dominant corner in college football that anybody's seen in three, four years. So, I mean, hey, good for Detroit for snatching him up.
0: Yeah. Uh, I This guy is apparently um, – I'm not so familiar with him. I'll say that, but – you know, from what I from what I've seen, I've started to watch stuff uh, on him, watch some of his highlights and and from what everyone's been saying on him, he's he's a legit cornerback and he's some say one of the best cornerbacks to come out of the draft in the last couple of years. So Yeah. No great pick. Especially with uh that what's what's the Lions head head coach named? He was the Ah, Patricia, the, yeah, he was the old defensive coordinator in, out of New England, right? Yeah, Patricia, yeah. So I think I think it's a good yeah, pick no, for them. They'll slot in there. They'll slot in there, nice. Well, yeah.
1: Which uh, which quarterback? I guess because we're uh, you know with three of them being in the top ten picks out of out of those three, who do you like the best? Um, and it's. Not not even on pure talent, but fit. Like, who do you think will
2: be the most successful in in the league? I
0: I think uh, Justin Herbert. You like Justin Herbert, right? Yeah, I I think, um, you know, Joe Burrow. I don't think we know enough about him. You know, uh, because, you know, he (laughs) – I don't think he – I think your report was I think two years ago or last year he wasn't even supposed to get picked, right? Or he was supposed mm-hmm. to go late in the draft. So I don't I don't think he's he's proven enough. And I mean, Tua, who who knows that Miami team? You know they got they got some holes they need to fill, and and with his injuries, right? So who knows yeah. if he can? And I think and who knows what's going on there, right? I mean he's had a couple a couple bad ones, and then. Justin Herbert, um, you know, at Oregon, um, you know, very consistent quarterback. You've heard about him for a couple of years now being, being a solid guy. So I I think it's, it's, it's a really good pick for the Chargers, you know, not a, not a, not a safe pick, but a reliable pick. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Who do you, which quarterback do you like coming out of the draft and who's going to succeed? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think
1: um, I think that coach in Miami had, even though like they lost a lot last year, if you look at their last five games, they were starting to build towards something. Yeah, and that's just kind of my rationale for to um, as the guy that will eventually have the most success in the league because he's a supremely talented like. For me, he just kind of jumps off the page when compared with the other guys. But I think Miami doesn't get enough credit for like what they're building there. So yeah, yeah. I I actually think Justin Herbert's going to be a bust. It's interesting you 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 went with with him. I I think he has bust ridden all over him. But hey, we'll see. Uh
0: yeah. What what are your thoughts? Do you think think Joe Burrow will be a bust, or do you think he'll just sort of be an average quarterback?
1: Yeah, no, I could see it. I could I could see him being unsuccessful not and not necessarily because of Joe Burrow, but because of Cincinnati. Yeah. Um you know. And then, you know they they were able to get a competent roster put together before. I mean, hey, they were pretty good with Andy Dalton for years, so yeah. uh but yeah, could never really get over that hump. I I think Andy Dalton was underrated for years. So they they need to find a way to surround Joe Burrow with a good roster. Yeah. Um, what do you? It seems like as you go through, especially the first round, that more teams kind of pick like offensive guys as opposed to defensive guys. What do you like? What do you think
0: about that trend? Uh, yeah. Um. Do you think that was just kind of sort of this uh, draft class, though? What's that? Do you think that was just sort of like uh, this draft class, or do you think that's pretty consistent? Because, I mean, you look at last year's draft class, and um, there were a lot of defensive guys who went, I I think, 19. It was maybe more of a defensive first round than. Yeah. Than 2020. I yeah, yeah. No, uh, Nick Bosa, Quinn Williams, um, Klein Farrell, uh, Devin White. Just to speak a few right there for the top five. Yeah, guys. No, no,
1: no. I would agree with you. It was more,
2: you know, defensive draft. I don't know. I, what I see is that. Um. Like, getting the offensive guys are a little harder to come by,
1: right? Like, you kind of have to take a big swing on offensive guys and getting them right, right? Because, I don't know, ultimately it seems like in this league that when you have a good coach defensively, you can kind of slot guys in and get away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. Whereas you you kind of need, like, offensive guys to take over that side of the ball, regardless of coaching.
0: Yeah. 100% Hundred percent man.
1: So I don't know, like yeah, it just seems like uh two thirds of his first
0: round's like offensive. That's what it seems. what do you think uh, about what, um <coughs> the wide receiver? Wide receivers, uh, you know, Ruggs, Judy and uh and uh Lamb. Do you think uh, you know, some say it was a little uh um C D Lamb should have, you know, been the first one to go out of those three and He's the third, so what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, well, I, I feel like statistically speaking, you know, a few wide receivers go in the first round kind of every year. Yeah. And, you know, usually one of them is is good coming out the gate. Um. So, like, inevitably one of these guys is going to be a bust. And I don't know. I think, I I don't think C.D. Lamb or or uh, Jerry Judy is like uh, one of those guys. I would bet it on it being Rugs. I don't know. While he has that like that speed, he's fast, man. He's very fast, but I think like in the NFL, it's going to be tougher to get off the
0: line for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, cause it's you know. Smarter yeah, guys, so better guys. It's the best of the best in that league. College, you can kind of get away with it. Maybe guys aren't. Yeah. So I don't know. Like the physicality think. of the NFL, I think
1: it'll be tough for that guy. But I don't know. Derek Carr can deliver like a good
0: bomb down the field. So yeah, that that Oakland team, I think, is gonna. They look. They're gonna look good in a couple of years, if everything pans. Uh, yeah,
1: I actually have them. Like I think them and Denver are like very very
0: low-key but it could surprise a lot of people in the coming years yeah i mean you know rugs here in what was it four two seven or somewhere in that range during the uh combine and he says he didn't even he didn't like his run he didn't like his 40 so
1: yeah no he's just he's fast
0: i'll give him that yeah uh know there's some controversy with the Packers pick with taking Jordan Love oh yeah what are your thoughts on this well like hey I,
1: I think I think Aaron Rodgers is um like I think with this pick their screen base kind of telling you what they they think of him at this point is like he can be uh like his personality can can kind of wear on people um,
2: I think like enough, you know, enough people have spoken out that we can see that, and yeah, I mean, I like
1: they clearly think playing things conservative and you know backing up their future is is better for them than satis- satisfying Aaron at this point. So, hey, I mean, like if I was Aaron, I kind of understand his frustration. They, the Green Bay really hasn't given them too many toys in the last couple of years, especially, but hey, like it'll be interesting to watch 100%. So, yeah, I kind of, I kind of love that it happened. Like, I was like, before the draft, I was thinking, there's no way they're going to do it. And then they did it.
0: So, yeah, crazy. I don't know this Jordan. What what do you think about that? This Jordan Love guy, he kind of does look a little bit underrated at the moment. Yeah, like really underrated. Like could be really good. Yeah, no, he might be like a steal. You know, five years down the road, five ten years, right? Yeah, like who knows?
1: Because I don't know. That's kind of I don't want to compare him to Aaron himself because Aaron was like kind of a highly touted guy that fell in the draft whereas Jordan was, like, underrated, and then the the, Packers traded up to get him, even though he's going to go lower. Yeah. So they're different
2: in that respect. But I don't know, like, Favre at this point,
1: uh, like, the same point, is kind of that same point where Aaron is now, where the Packers again took the, I don't know, maybe the quarterback of their future. So we'll
2: see.
0: Yeah. And I think also, you know, um, maybe they're, you know, maybe one of two things, maybe they're trying to send a message to to Rogers, like, you've had your time here, like start winning, or we're going to go in a whole different direction. Maybe it's, you know, maybe yeah. I don't know. I
1: like, I just think that the messages with that pick like we're all into the future. Like, come on. If you're Green Bay, like, and you're in that division, you're in the NFC with all like these powerhouse teams, you knew you had to, like to win, you knew you had to swing a home run. I don't know I I just think that move is like okay we're we're more concerned about the distant future than right now
0: yeah and I I think also you know bringing him in he can learn from from Aaron um, because I think you know Rodgers fundamentally he's he's a good quarterback lots of Great skill set, right? So yeah. learn from them maybe for a couple of years and then take the reins. Because I think Green yeah, Bay, as truth. you said, you know, the Raiders and the Broncos have a promising future. I think Green Bay could have a very promising future. Yeah, they, they seem
1: to be one of those teams that's always competitive. And, yeah, it seems like they're planning on hanging around for at least the long haul. Uh, but I don't know, like, I, I just think, and you've heard me a couple times say this now, but, like, in this league, the teams that are having, like, huge success are taking, like, huge risks. Yeah. Um, like, for example, San Francisco took a chance on Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, nobody thought he was good, and they paid him big money. So, like, that's just one example. Yeah. Um,
2: exactly.
0: So yeah. Uh, who who do you think was the biggest riser and the biggest faller of the draft?
2: Uh, like players or teams? Players. So yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I think Jordan Love was probably the biggest riser. Um, in terms of like the biggest faller this one's tough because i
1: don't know this is kind of like this i see it as more like a needs-based
2: draft right so yeah who do you have in mind for your
0: biggest faller? jake from I like I like the guy, so I you know he fell the fifth round, so um you know. But as we were just talking about Jordan Love, maybe he fell. Well, you
2: right? think, Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I I feel like the Packers traded up to get him though. I know, but I think as a as a player, he.
0: I think he, I think he might have fallen. Now yeah. I wouldn't say he's the biggest faller. I mean, I think you know Jake Fromm. You know they're saying he could have gone a, <laughs> you know, uh, that he could have gone anywhere from, you know, second round and next thing he goes and, and goes in the fifth round.
2: Like, I yeah, think, I don't like know. He had like a
0: definite spot of where he should go in the draft. So I just see Jake Fromm as a good backup quarterback in the NFL. So. I'm kind of indifferent on that one, but no, no I, I can see you. I, 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 can, I can, I don't think. Like I think he was is going to be a quarter up, regardless of where he went. But I think just the fact that he was looking like he could have gone in the first couple rounds, there, first few rounds, and you know he drops to the fifth round is, It's just you know he yeah. You know, I think his accuracy, you know, especially his deep ball accuracy, needs needed to improve. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Here, here, here's what I'll say.
2: Um, I I think like the running the the running back that uh, that the Chiefs picked up was a a good pick for them like
1: and i think he could have gone higher but was that was that clyde yeah clyde clyde hilaire um i I don't know it just seems like a little unfair that they picked him up i think he could be good in my opinion but that's all i'll say for my father i'll I'll just say that he could
0: have gone higher yeah i mean he's, he's uh He's a smaller back low, right? So maybe that went into the f- whole factor of it, so.
2: Yeah. Do you have any overall winners of the draft, like, in terms of teams?
0: Because um, I think I think Miami. You think they can out on top here? Yeah. I think it just starts with Tua. You don't know eh. I'd i agree, I'd agree with you. Know. I think um I, I do think Miami, you know, they had they had picks and I think they they capitalized on those and they got yeah. some really, <laughs> really good players, right? And they got so, lots of picks next year too. Um, so. I think I think the Lions might have came away with a really good draft here. Yeah, no, I would agree too. You know, I, they got they got uh, DeAndre Swift in the second round who the final is going to be, I think he's, he's going to be, you know, a pretty, a decent, pretty decent player. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, looking back in past years, who do you think the biggest steal of, you know, the last few years drafts has, has been? Um,
2: well, even just last year, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be this good. Yeah, no. like especially year one, right? Yeah, it was just like,
1: took off sprinting. Like, from game one, it was like, holy crap, this kid's good.
0: Like, we knew he was going to be good. We didn't know he was going to be that good. Did you, do you think he was the – uh do you think he looked kind of like the finishing sort of – the finishing thing for that 49ers team to really take off? Yeah, because – they well, hit the ground sprinting. Forget running. Like, they were... Yeah. You need you need an impactful edge rusher uh, in
1: the NFL. Like, protect your quarterback and then get to theirs, right? Like, that's, that's
2: almost the like game. the name
1: of the game. So, yeah. I mean, he's going to be impactful for years to come. Just has, like, so many good counter moves, too. It's like, no way to shut him down. He can do everything.
0: Yeah, no, he's... he's like, good blend of speed, power... And I, I'm sure a lot of that comes from his brother, right? He's been in the league for a few years. Yeah, no, exactly. I taught him, and it looks like he's yeah. one heck of a teacher if he did teach him. So, uh, yeah. I think, I think for myself, the biggest steal, Derrick Henry. That guy's a beast. Yeah, man. I, I, so, two years ago in my fantasy league, he was unpicked. I grab him put him on my bench and that's kind of like the first week where he really went off. I'm talking, he put up like 55. It, it was that game where he rushed for like four touchdowns. And from there, this, the guy has been the limit, you know, last year in my fantasy league. And I think in most people's fantasy leagues, he didn't, maybe he didn't go as early. Cause everyone's like, Hey, he like he's only played two really phenomenal games a couple of years ago. Again, yeah. the And then he took off last year and I, I picked him up in in a middle round there and I, I think I look like a genius. He's gonna go high this oh, year. That oh. he is an absolute beast. Yeah. I was I, if
1: you've ever had like free time, search up like Derrick Henry high school highlights.
0: Uh yeah, no, I've seen those. It's
1: not It literally looks like it, it, it's so funny just the way he's so so much bigger than everyone else yeah he's probably like 80 90 percent of the size he is now in high school yeah and yeah it's
0: hilarious it is like <laughs> if i'm lining up i'm like please don't run it to my side please don't yeah <laughs> i like i know, I know, I, know I'm gonna, I know i'm gonna be on mix like a highlight tape somewhere if you run it to exactly,
2: open.
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's. Do you think? Uh, I don't really know if this is even a question, but do you think Zeke, Zeke or, uh, or Derek, who you who do you want in your team? Same draft class, right? So. Yeah, Zeke went third. Henry went. I think it was forty second round, like forty or forty fifth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know.
1: They're both great
0: um
2: there's a lot of good running backs in today's game yeah you need a good running
0: back in order to be successful so yeah run the ball one in doubt just run it exactly uh so to answer your question i i don't know sorry do you want to get into uh the questions i uh yeah sure let's go for it least everyone so the first question is should the mlb have a hard salary cap because as you know as of now it's it's loose and uh you know let's have like the, they had pay like a luxury tax if they go over i think it's 200 and uh it? I'll search up now it's like 260 or i believe
1: okay what do people say
0: uh so the salary cap's 206 million um people say yeah they do and I agree those guys are getting paid I mean if, I, if I'm playing in that league I'm like I'm good with it but I mean I, I think guys might be getting overpaid and I think and I think in baseball it's I think like I'm not gonna I'm not just saying this but I think that it's who has the most money It's gonna have a, like a successful team, right? Yeah, like I just
1: think this this league just needs a, such a big overhaul, man. Like if they're gonna survive. Yeah, like I don't know, look at the like the NBA, look at the NFL, like thriving. Yeah. When it one it's compared to that n l b MLB and it's not even close, like and if you ask young people. Like what's you know, what's your favorite sport? Football, basketball. Rarely it's baseball. You know, of course there's always hard hardcore fans, but like I don't know, man. Like they just they need to do a a lot more stuff to get people interested. Um, I think yeah. like salary cap can be good because like I don't know. Take like take me for example, like casual baseball fan. And you're waiting for the the Jays to like conservatively build up their talent like year after year. Mind you, like they have relatively deep pockets. Like they will spend money when, you know, like it it calls for it. But at the end of the day, if you're not the Red Sox or the Yankees and you're a fan of one of these teams, you'd be waiting for like 10 years for your team to rebuild. You know what I mean? Yeah, to, to the draft. Exactly. Like, it it literally took Houston 10 years to rebuild. So, I I mean, like, hey, like, if I'm a Yankees fan or Red Sox fan or, I don't know, like Dodgers, and and I've got all the money to spend in the world, it's great. But, like, I don't even see those teams playing in the playoffs all that much. So, I don't know.
0: What's the point? I think it would just kind of even up the whole playing field. I think that's something that leagues have. Leagues have salary caps in it. You know, every team goes through their ups and downs. And I feel like in baseball, your team's in a down. You're kind of just going to be in a down forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like it's, I don't know. I just think it's time for baseball to switch things up, man. I think the 60 game season will be good for them. Yeah. Get some, uh, get some emergency in. And yeah, we'll see. Like, there's just like there's nothing worse than going to a baseball game and seeing uh and seeing the guys
2: just like are into it like just like nobody cares, you know what I mean? I don't know, in my opinion. Other no, people I love don't. it. But yeah. like
1: and I I actually like the game out slow like slow. I, I'm not saying I don't enjoy myself on the go, because I absolutely do. It's just like that's what works me about baseball is that you can tell, like, man, like, this one individual game really isn't that important, so.
0: Yeah. Let uh, me just uh, conclude on that. I, I, I agree with you. So I I, I also think the 60-game season is going to be – maybe open the league's eyes up in a way. Um, I agree. And back to the salary cap, I, I think there has to be one because – I think baseball it's turned into a little bit who has like which team has the most money and those are gonna be uh, successful teams or or at least they're gonna bring in the big guys and you know and also that you know it's kinda of like a cycle. You if you're gonna bring in the big guys, like you're gonna get fans, you're gonna make more money to bring in more big guys, right? And so yeah, exactly. for teams, it's it's just kind of uh it, it's gonna take a long time and you might only have a year or two until those guys is till those players till their contracts are up. Yeah. So I think baseball needs to figure
2: that out as you've have uh you've indicated.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh what else what else Do you ask people there? Yeah so the second question is which NFL team has the best uniform? Ooh. What are your thoughts? Okay. Man, I was stuck for questions last night, so I just Oh there's just so many great ones. I love Seattles. That neon green that they wear. That's like uh it's a that's a good one. I like
2: uh Ooh. <laughs> I like um Oh <laughs>
1: it's a really tough seven. I know like i I, I like the Vikings because like they just the colors are are great, yeah, purple and yellow just especially like the classic i don't know in vintage like you watch like old highlights, like the colors just don't fade they, they look they transverse generations like it's it's awesome, yeah uh what what, what do people say about
0: that one? Um, let's see. People said, uh, some people said the Panthers. Okay. Yeah. Those are, those are nice. Um, you got one person who said the Jets.
2: So I would disagree with that one. I think those are awful.
0: Um, and that looks like one person had the Chargers. I can see that. Yeah, no. A lot going on though. A lot of flashy colors and, uh. Whoa. Mr. Seahawks guy over here. And then uh finally it looks like someone said the uh the cowboys. That says a lot about that person. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> no, they're nice too. America's team. Yeah, uh and then the third question we have is uh this one this one could get this I wanna see what your reaction is to this one. Um Good. What's your opinion on the NHL's coaches challenge that's come in the last few years? I'm very
1: neutral. This one is just like... uh, I think it's good to get the call right. You know, like I... You know, they don't have to rely on um, the video guys upstairs to stop the game. If the coach sees that, it can be a little controversial. It can uh, swing the game in his favor. Then
2: like, it's good, but uh, I don't know. Like, has it made it all that much better? I don't know. Games take a bit longer. Yeah. What are uh, your thoughts? I I I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of it.
0: I think I think human error
2: yeah.
0: should be like a it part just of the seems game.
2: like a like a football thing, you know?
0: Yeah, and I I think it can sometimes if it's a really close call, it can kind of you know disrupt the flow of things and as you said before, you know, longer longer pauses, longer games, and I think that human error should be a part of sports, or and I think it's something that has to stay, and so I I think we can personally. I think we we can okay. rule that out. Can we agree that the offside
1: like replay thing is the worst thing going?
0: Yeah. No. I, I think they it's gonna stay, which it probably is. I think they have to make stricter guidelines. I would just abolish it. Get it, like leave it the way it was. That yeah. Let I me mean, again. But I don't think it's that's gonna happen. I think it's here to stay, especially with uh, technology evolving. I I am I'm, I'm good to see it go though. I'd rather see it go. It's the worst rule. There all of us like
1: two or three minutes later and the whistle goes and a coach challenges on on an offside cuz I don't think a goal was scored, you know what I mean? Like it happened like two or three minutes ago. It had no impact on the play. Exactly my thing.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. I I I think that it just makes no sense to you.
1: Let's just let's just go back to a time when the linesmen, however unimportant they are, could literally blow a game, and everybody would just get pissed.
0: But that's not so nice about it. Can I know it's great. It?
1: Controversy is great. Like, yeah. It's like so. Not only is this something to talk about; it's just I don't know. You just remember it. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, it's, like, I don't know, human error is, like, it's authentic in sport. So, I think it's, yeah. It's
0: kind of eventful in a way. I like it. Unless it's, like, happening to kind of sucks. but like, uh, yeah, yeah, That's it's what like I was going to say. The you wrong know, end of the whole call. Yeah, you know, they're, this is their but, job. But, at the same point, controversy is nice. And I know you're going to get some, some like, great. But as, like,
1: an objective, nonpartisan fan, it's, like, great if somebody blows a call yeah because you like like you don't want it to happen but it's just like everybody is up in arms and it's just is like great for sport because people talk about it
0: yeah especially if like the players get lively about it after the game in their interviews like i'm pretty yeah. sure it was uh san jose and vegas and that that playoff match game seven where that five minute major sort of turned the game game seven around and I mean, you can call it what you want, but that was still, you know, the ref's the ref's choice, ref's opinion. And I that that was kind of fun to see, see like the player's yeah. response to it. And I think it kind of, you know, it brought talk to that game. And I think that's something that we need to keep on having, right? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You're right. Okay, man. Yeah, no, I was just about to say. It looks like that. Looks, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, you know, thanks for listening um i uh yeah so that's the third episode we look look forward to getting this one out to you guys and we'll be back for uh episode four thanks
2: guys